Keith here with Fight Bananas. That red light is on. Uh, we're back. Uh, kind of pumped for this one. Uh, someone that we've been seeing from afar. They've been putting out great content and great shows. Uh, they really caught my attention around six or eight months ago. Uh, they have a show coming out next Saturday, May 6th. We're talking about Peak Fighting Championship 28. And uh, today with us, we have the boss. We got the president. We got the matchmaker, our guy, Johnny Ross. Let's bring him on right now. Johnny, how you doing, my man? I'm I'm good, man. I, I appreciate you having me on. Absolutely, man. Um, well, what's so? Uh, first question, right off the bat, ready? What's the hardest part about being a matchmaker? <laughs> I think it's uh, everybody's willing to fight until a time. Oh, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, so it's like guys don't understand that, like. On social media, a guy says, yeah, I'll fight you. He still has to sign that contract. Right. And show up to fight. So, Right. All right. Um, well, let's get into it. <laughs> May 6th. Uh, it's coming quick. Uh, great event. Peak Fighting Championship 28 in Albuquerque, New Mexico. One of the hubs of combat sports or all of fighting. Uh, let's kind of start there. What really attracted you guys to Albuquerque, New Mexico? I think we're really trying to give everyone a home field advantage at some point. And okay. I know we have a lot of Jackson Wink guys on our fight cards. So we were just like, you know, let's give them a chance to be here. Right. And uh, in their hometown and uh, bring in, make the other people travel, you know. So, but it is, like you said, it's a fight, it's a fight mecca. So. For sure. That that gym, I actually, um, I was personally at that gym around four, six months ago. They had a big bare knuckle show out there. And I know a couple of people part of the gym. One of them actually was Lydia Warren. We'll get into her in one second. But um, that gym was just on fire. Like uh, everyone thinks of that gym from eight years ago, six years ago. Some of the main champions, you know, John Jones, of course, and Holly Holm. Uh, but they have a lot of prospects. They have a lot of fighters right, right on the edge of uh, being in one of those major two or three organizations. So it's uh big things out of that gym for the next two couple of years coming up. Yeah, for sure. They got a, they got a lot of talent and they don't shy away from uh, a lot of fights. That is true. All right. We, uh, I said her name once or twice, uh, three minutes into, we got to get into this fight. I am a Mecca fan of this fight. Uh, when I saw you guys put up this poster around a couple of weeks ago, a month ago, I was like, wow, that is a, uh, UFC caliber. That's a Dana White contender series fight. I'm talking about Lydia Warren versus uh, Megan Pennon. Um, you know, I know Lydia a little bit personally. Um, you know, we, we can call each other friends. I think she's one of the, not just females. I think she's one of the best prospects on the MMA scene. She's got uh, uber potential. This is a really high level fight, Johnny. Yeah, we're excited to make this fight happen for sure. You know, we've been trying to get Lydia on for a minute. And this finally came to fruition, and uh, we're pumped, man. This is exciting. I think Megan's confident, and Lydia's obviously confident. So it's it should be exciting. This is this is a fight. Yeah, a oh, great fight. Uh, I think, but I believe they're both one and zero, right? Uh, Lydia Warren fought on Jorge Masvidal's icon. Megan, I believe, fought in Invicta FC. So these are—they've already had that really high-level, uh, you know, big organizations behind them. You know, all different uh, brands. What kind of attracted them to Peak Fighting Championship? And do you think we're going to see winner or loser? Are we going to see these uh, both high-level fighters again for Peak? 
Yes. Yeah, so we're trying to build the female roster quite a bit. So we would anticipate both of them returning. Um, they kind of have some bad blood and I don't really understand it. Okay. So that kind of like, it was kind of like a mutual, Hey, I want to fight her and she wants to fight me. And I was like, well, this is easy. Yeah, They're yeah, both yeah, in Albuquerque. So it's like, let's do this yeah. quick. They, they took the permanent black marker for you. They're like, Hey, this is yeah. this happen. the easiest match made in heaven. Um, I guess I, I had a question. I guess I'll still kind of ask it to be devil's advocate. These two fighters are so high level. Like I said, this is a this is a contender series type of fight. It's almost one of them are, is taking an L pretty early in their career. It's almost very risky for both fighters. Uh, did that come to be? And, and Devil's Advocate, you're giving one of these uh, great prospects a loss pretty soon in their career. Yeah, it's tough to do that. Um, but with women, it's kind of like, you know, you got it. They got to fight who they got to fight. So right. That's right. pretty much the problem. All right, very cool. Well, that's Lydia Warren and Megan uh, Penny. That's for Peak Fighting Championship 28. Let's talk about that heavyweight championship fight. Uh, I looked into it over the same kind of thing. I saw the poster. Both veterans, uh, both guys can really end the fight at any time. Talking about Wesley Delmeda and Cody East. Uh, talk to us about this heavyweight championship fight. Yeah, so long story short, well, long. Uh, Braxton <laughs> Smith was supposed to fight Cody East. Uh, he got offered a, a UFC contract, not going to contender, just straight to the UFC. So yeah. that fight got scrapped and, uh, you know, Wesley's in Brazil. He's still in Brazil. Uh, he'll, he'll come over this week. Uh, so he was like, yeah, we'll take the fight. We can get the medicals done, get the licensing done. And I think I could put Cody away pretty easy. So that was a fight to make and it's an exciting fight. And Cody, you know, Cody's exciting and he's a local and, We'll see what he can do, but it's a big fight for Cody and uh, Wesley. So, you know, they're kind of both looking to step in that championship uh, title fight and become the champion. And hopefully they get some traction uh, towards, you know, a bigger promotion. It's funny you say that. So Braxton, we know, got um, was taken off the card and he got right into the UFC the UFC and other organizations, we can call them out, PFL, Bellator, whatever it is, they are dying for heavyweights. Uh, it's it's heavyweights and females. They'll do anything on the planet for more of those. And you guys have, that's what I mean. The winner of both of these fights could literally be in a major organization within six months. Does that give you a little bit of like, not pat on the back, but it's like, hell yeah, we're, we are a, um, a huge vehicle of getting these athletes, men and female, to that next level, to the UFC. Braxton was on the card in the UFC. The winner of this fight is probably in a major organization. Does that give you a little bit more uh, credit to, the, uh, or to your organization? It does. It's good and bad. Uh, we like it. Um, you know, we sent, we've sent several guys so far. You know, um, it's, it's like I think we're going to take a beating in August for, from contender series, we're going to take a pretty good beating. Right. If, uh, you know, all goes like we're told, uh, which we, that's our goal is to see these guys succeed and make that better money, uh, treat the fighters well, and hopefully up the standard to where everyone has to treat them like that. So we do want to send them to that bigger promotion. Um, but we just got to, man, we just got to find new talent. Uh, uh, I'm out, scouting uh sign we just signed some new guys so we're anticipating the loss of these guys but yeah it, it's kind of nice to see sometimes it's a little too soon uh we lost des to the pfl which i think she's actually got a really good chance to 
to win it, to be honest with you. And we lost her to the PFL a little earlier than I would have liked. But dirty it, it's the business. Dirty death. I yeah, I'm yeah. I was there with her in Orlando at the Challenger series when she won. Um, yeah, she she looked incredible that night. Uh what a great fight that was. Oh, I did not know that. That's awesome. Um yeah. We you just talked about how the contender series in August. Is that a um someone who I myself I love to build? You know, I love fantasy sports or even you know in combat sports and us at Fight Fitness, we have been building our, ourselves. Is that a um you know, of course, you would want all your athletes to stay, but yeah, sooner or later they keep on winning. They will probably one day be in the UFC. Is that? But does that excite you that you're like, okay, I got to put the uh, the the boots back on, and I got to get the next crew, the next uh, you know, replenish uh, your divisions to build it back up to where you have it right now. It's it's very exciting because um, you know you get to look at. I'm looking at uh, you know before I was having to build guys from debut or one two fights. Now I'm getting a lot of guys three and oh, four and oh, you know, it's kind of easier when you get the, the already built a little bit talent, but I, I like it. Cause it's, uh, it's exciting. You get, you get to look and see, Oh, this kid's from Mississippi. I mean, we don't care. You can be from Brazil, Mexico. We're going to bring you in and we're going to, I mean, we've got a hot prospect coming out of uh, Rio de Janeiro female fighter that we expect to be here by October. So um, we cool. we will get talent from ever from everywhere. I love that. Uh, talking about talent, guys. Saturday, May six, Peak Fighting Championship twenty eight. Uh, tickets still available. Make sure you go cop your tickets today. But let's talk about something that uh, we talked about off air, and I love the direction you're going with this. Uh, talk about Peak Pass. Uh, how can people get it, and what's the origin story behind it? And uh, so exciting! It's a great idea. So take it away about your Peak Pass. So it's kind of like um, BKFC had, has their app and stuff. Um, we're going to do our own. We have our own app that will be in place by this first there by this fight in May 6th. And we will have um, it's $4.99 a month. You can watch all the old fights. Um, you'll be able to watch. Actually, there's kids. Uh, youth MMA will be on there this weekend. We have um, a bunch of stuff that's just going to be on there, content, content, content. And then if you've been a subscriber for so long, the, the, the fights will be like a certain price. They might be $4.99. They might be $10.99. They might be $15.99, but they'll be cheaper. But then all the other stuff is free. And then on the Monday, we release all the content for, for all the subscribers. So if you don't want to watch it live, you can watch it Monday for free. So wow, well, for that's your subscription. Incredible. That's incredible. Okay. Peak pass. Uh, so the app will be out very, very soon. Uh, May 6th, Peak Fighting Championship 28. Um, so what's Peak Fighting on Demand? Is that on going to be on the Peak Pass? Yes, sir. Yeah, that'll be on there. It's got old content and stuff. And we'll have some shows on there and stuff. Just kind of new and figuring it all out. Because we were we anticipated the app way earlier. But Right, right. It's amazing. Um, someone who's been watching mixed martial arts for upwards of 20 years now. It's it's wild. Some of these fights that you almost forget about or some of these diamonds in the rough. So for you guys to put everything on one app and go through, like you said, uh, Lydia Warren could be UFC champion in 2025. And now her content's going to be on that peak pass. So uh, that makes a lot of sense. I love that. Great idea. Yeah, we appreciate it. We're uh, We're trying to change the way things are done a little bit. You know, it's just... We're doing a lot of different things and we're we're just seeing what works. 
Absolutely. Uh, well, it's absolutely working. Also, so I saw on the uh, socials at Peak Fighting on uh, IG, you guys have an amateur series. Is this new to you guys or what was the birth or what was the uh, reason to having you guys an amateur series underneath the uh, pros? Yeah, we were running into a problem where we weren't able to get amateurs on the cards just because we have acquired so many professionals. So right. we decided to just do a smaller show in some of the smaller venues instead of abandoning abandoning the smaller venues, just do the amateur series in those smaller venues. So the venue doesn't get, I mean, they've been with us day one. We don't want to just say bye. Right. So it's, that's what we've done. And we get the, I get to see new talent. So it's, right. it's exciting. It's, it's a break kind of too. It's like a fun, like yeah. I don't have to work so hard, not so much stress. It's just like, you know, you get to watch the and man, a lot of those fights are a lot of people don't even know that they're not pros. That's the crazy part. Right. Uh, two questions. One funny story was something you just said there. So I would assume and I would hate to do this live with you, but the amateur series, is that going to be on peak pass? Yes, it's on there. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, so the funny story that you said there about an amateur fight. So I've been to over probably a hundred events live and uh covering mixed martial arts. And I was at the PFL championship last year and saw some great fights. The greatest fight I ever saw live was an amateur backyard fight. It was something that Jorge Masvidal did. It was for his app. Uh, so it's kind of funny you say that. He had it was literally in a farmland and he was just you know, 20 guys got together. Um, when I tell you there was only 20 people there, there was only 20 people there with six of them, 12 of them being fighters. Literally saw the greatest fight I've ever seen. So that's funny you say that. It's yeah. always diamonds in the rough in MMA. It's wild, man. It's um, actually, I'm not going to, uh, well, we're on a big, uh, your big platform, so I should be careful what I say. But uh, we believe that just because you're an amateur, you shouldn't get uh, – supplemented for your performances so yeah. uh we do de developmental checks not fight bonuses they're called developmental checks so we actually had our big show in frisco uh we had two girls amateur title fight uh actually miranda maverick's sister versus shanna gomez uh right and they won fight of the night so there you well go. they right. got a developmental check we didn't give them fight of the night bonus sorry right love it i love it i like that <laughs> All right, two more things for you, my man. We'll let you go. We know it's a busy 10, 12 days for you coming up for sure. That's Peak Fighting Championship 28, May 6th. Make sure to subscribe to Peak Pass. Uh, first question, and I always love this, is we talked about Lydia Warren and Megan's fight. We talked about the your bear, um, talked about the heavyweight championship fight with East and Dalmeida. Throw me another fight on the card. Throw me a dark horse. Throw me a fan's favorite fight. It seems like uh, anytime that, uh, you know, Gaethje or Chandler or Shane Burgos, they might not be on the main event, but that's the people's main event. What's the people's main event for your guys' uh, fight on the on the six? I would have to go with Perry Stargell, Marcel Quinnis, uh, okay. another Brazilian kid, uh, and Perry Stargell. Man, they're just going to stand and it it should be fight of the night. In my opinion, I could be wrong. I've been wrong before, but that just stands out to just be an a war. We actually have an amateur 185 title fight, Jakarion Larry versus Adriz Hamid. That that could, either one of those, someone's gonna get knocked out in that one. Um, it's is I'm excited for both those fights. I hate to say it. No, I love it. I love it. We are as well. Um, like I said, hey, we're selling Peak Fighting Championship 20 on May 6th, but we did see this fight poster, so I wanted to give it a quick shout out. Life moves at you fast. I saw Peak Fighting Championship 29, June 10th, Amarillo, Texas. 
Uh, give us a little a quick little teaser on that, and we'll let you run, my man. Uh, yeah, Amarillo, Texas, uh, Civic Center, pretty large arena. Uh, gonna have a stacked up card, man. A uh, bunch of good fights already on there. I should have a 145 pound title fight on there. The winner of that uh, will be lost in the contender series. So, and then uh, July 15th, we're back in Frisco, Texas with another. I mean, we got two guys on that card that'll, if they win, they're gone too. So, we're we're wow. we're excited. Man, cannot wait. Uh, you have a huge fan in Peak Fighting Championship now and myself in the brand fight, Benaz. We cannot wait. May 6th, Peak Fighting Championship 28. Make sure to subscribe to the Peak Pass. Also, you can still tickets available. Albuquerque, New Mexico, one of the fight meccas uh, in the United States. Cannot wait. Any last words for you, my man? The floor is yours. Man, I just want to say I appreciate you guys. And, man, you guys are doing wonderful things. It's big 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 audience um so you guys keep doing what you're doing and uh we appreciate your time absolutely man appreciate it johnny have a good one have a good 10 days we'll see you uh on the 6th cannot wait all right man thank you sir hey, brother.